we have before us the opportunity to forge for ourselves and for future generations a new world order, a world where the rule of law, not the law of the jungle, governs the conduct of nations. When we are successful, and we will be, we have a real chance at this new world order, an order in which a credible United Nations can use its peacekeeping role to fulfill the promise and vision of the UN's founders. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Animal Farm here on the We the People Radio Network. This is your activist safe haven, your underground railroad for fighting the new world order. I am your host, Ben Miller. I'm hanging with my co-host, Tony Pax. Hello, Ben. And as always, we got Pyth on the soundboard. Hello. We have got a packed show for you guys tonight. We're going to be chatting with Dean Friedman, award-winning political songwriter and activist. We're also going to be chatting with Nancy Robbins, one of the uh, heads of the Ron Paul Meetup Group in Austin, Texas. She's going to give us hey, uh, some insights into what happened last night and the steps we need to do to, to move forward with the campaign. Call-in number is 888-202-1984. That's 888-202-1984. You can also drop us an IM. Uh, it is AOL Instant Messenger. Screen name is Animal Farm Show, all one word. Website is also animalfarmshow.com. Uh, but we're going to get into some news right now. Tony, uh, what evils have befallen us this oh, week? Oh, my goodness, Ben. Well, just like last week, Ben, we have crazy articles. And, and just for the callers, once again, great job last week. And just like last week, this show, we're going to have kind of a quasi-open lines. Obviously, we have a couple guests lined up, which is different. But I don't know, Ben. This seems to be the one that caught my eye. FBI wants palm prints, eye scans, and tattoo mapping. This is out of Clarksburg, West Virginia, and this come, came out of CNN. Yeah, yeah. Nice. The FBI is gearing up to create a massive computer database of people's physical characteristics, all part of an effort, the Bureau says, to better identify criminals and terrorists. Mm. Oh, boy. What does that word mean anymore? But it's an issue that raises major privacy concerns. Really? What one civil liberties expert says should concern all Americans, Ben. The Bureau is expected to announce in coming days the awarding of one... One billion dollars. It's a 10-year contract to help create the database that will compile an array of biometric information from palm prints to eye scans. Kimberly Del Greco, the FBI's biometric services section chief, said adding to the database is an important way to protect the borders to keep the terrorists out, protect our citizens, our neighbors, our children so that they have good jobs and have a safe country to live in, Ben. I'm not even kidding. That's what she said. Wrong, sir. Wrong. <laughs> oh, boy. But it's unnerving to privacy experts, which, by the way, Ben, it's just kind of weird that there are privacy experts. Mm-hmm. I think I think therein lies the problem. All American citizens, in my humble opinion, should be privacy experts because that's kind of 
our right. <laughs> anyway, kind of what yeah, is. they're not privileges, they're rights. Yeah. Nevertheless, the article goes on. It's the beginning of the surveillance society where you can be tracked anywhere, anytime, and all your movements. And eventually, all your activities will be tracked and noted and correlated, said Barry Steinhardt, director of the American Civil Liberties Union's Technology and Liberty Project. The FBI already has 55 million sets of fingerprints on file. In coming years, the Bureau wants to compile palm prints, scars, and tattoos, along with iris eye patterns and facial shapes. The idea is to combine various pieces of biometric information to positively identify a potential subject. Ben, I, oh I don't think I have to. God. I don't think I have to say this, but most of us um, have experienced, and this is probably more accurate two, three years ago, four years ago, when we first started hearing about Real ID and the biometric uh-huh. surveillance. Assessment and how biometrics were going to be used to enforce this society. Uh, we got a lot of, I, at least I got a lot of people kind of looking at me really strangely and saying, you're nuts, you're a conspiracy nut, that'll never fly. Well, folks, it's happening, and we have more than just one article tonight just to talk yeah, about it. And not, and not only that, but it's been happening for quite a while. I mean, this is this has been in, in plans uh, uh, for quite a while. ACU, ACLU's Steinhardt uh, says, this has started out being a program to track or identify criminals, he said. Now we're talking about large swaths of the population, workers, volunteers, and youth programs. Eventually, it's going to be everybody. Well, that's the thing, Ben, and I think, you know, needless to say, I mean, the, the question really becomes, you know, what is the definition of a criminal, and more accurately, and in today's society, much more accurately, what is the definition of a terrorist? Because now every, everybody's a terrorist now. So the article goes on uh, to say, a lot will depend on how quickly technology is perfected, according to Thomas Bush. His name is Thomas Bush, hmm. the FBI official in charge of the Clarksburg, Clarksburg, excuse me, West Virginia facility where the FBI houses its current fingerprint database. I don't know. I'm sure he's not related to our president, but his name is Thomas Bush. Fingerprints, he says, will still be the big player. Um, but he goes on to say that wherever the biometric that comes down the road, whatever biometrics come down the road, we need to be able to plug that in and play it. So I guess, you know, the, the real underlying theme here is that the more information, the better to create this massive database. Um, to protect us from terrorists, Ben, like I said, I mean, this is all for our safety. I no! Don't, I don't want to give you the wrong idea. Yeah, no, no it's, it, it totally is. And well, don't freak out or anything. <laughs> well, I mean, it's only, it's only a government, you know, you should, you should be able to give your, Government, all your our rights. You should just be able to trust them. Mm-hmm. I mean, why not? Well, of, of course, you know. I mean, it's you know everything is just hunky dory right now. But they've only been responsible for millions of deaths in the past century. But well, yeah. I mean, you know, do. look, we, we've talked about the Real ID Act. We've talked about the impl- you know implications that it's going to cause us, and with the driver's license and all the issues that have kind of mounted up uh, about that. You know, it just seems like the more implementation they can have of these biometric scanners, uh, you know, the better for the government. And again, I mean, uh, it, it sounds like science fiction, and it sounded like science fiction. But the more movies you've watched over the last couple of years, you see like a Minority Report or Enemy of the State. Enemy of the State's a really, uh, really important one. Yeah, you walk through a, a mall or a crowded place, and they have the eye scanners. And before you know it, but it just everybody's going to be tracked and traced everywhere they go. And of course, we see what's going on in the UK today, and it's it's a little bit more perverted version of what we're, you know, what's coming uh, for Americans. Well, I mean, it's just it's it's something you know, governments tend to do this. They tend to they tend to use fear and and stuff like that to to try to get you to get give up your civil liberties. I have a, a quote here from James Madison: "If tyranny and oppression come to this land, it will be in the guise of for, fighting a foreign enemy." 
That's James Madison that said that. These go. people knew what they were doing when they when they created the Constitution, when they wrote the Constitution, and they limited the powers of the federal government. They knew what they were doing. Right. And now, uh, now we've all just become fat, slovenly, stupid Americans that just believe it, whatever they say. Right. Well, Ben, we also had the uh, Fox report, which again, everybody takes a lot of grains of salt with the Fox reports, but it is somewhat entertaining and informative to know what our uh, enemies are doing these days on the Fox News Channel. And we had the report where they were talking about Al Qaeda now recruiting white people and all this stuff. And I want to play just the beginning part of that because there's another article that came out a couple days ago that is even more, it's more of an elaborate version of what they were talking about. So just check this out. Have you heard about this new thing going on in Great Britain that Al Qaeda wrote up all these Britons, essentially, 1,400 strong, apparently, in a new, what's being called a new white Al Qaeda army? Tougher to detect, potentially. Yeah, because so they're not we, Muslims. They look just exactly like right. uh, regular British people. They're yes, converts. yes, white people aren't Muslims. <laughs> of course. <laughs> All right, so it, it, it gets cut here, then there's one more Also, part we're going to talk more about the controversial subject regarding al-Qaeda. Are they recruiting a white army now in Great Britain? Some people say it's 1,400 people strong, and why is that important? Because this is what we've always talked about, that... If you have people in one country transplanting to another religion and they maybe aren't exactly what you think they are, that can be more difficult to fight. Yeah, they're converting them in prison to uh, to, to kill us. Muslims. Yeah. Okay. Great. This is pretty much the worst video ever made. <laughs> All right. So, well, Ben, we, we, we had some dialogue about this. I don't think you and I really got into it too much. I mean, you got to take it for what it is. It's Fox News Channel, and they basically call anybody a terrorist that doesn't agree with them. And this is just uh, obviously this is a lot more propaganda coming out of the propaganda machine. But if it doesn't get, you know, I thought at that point, or I would probably hopefully heard the last of it. But this uh, this article came out today out of Fox News. And now it seems to be edging closer to what they were trying to say, at least in my opinion, uh, originally. Intel sources, Al-Qaeda recruiting westerners possibly u.s citizens Ooh. so now now they're good now it was Brit hey. it was the british at that time and now it's u.s citizens <clears throat> out of fox news in washington the al-qaeda terror network continues to, to succeed in recruiting terrorists from the west possibly the united states u.s intelligence officials on wednesday told fox news al-qaeda has succeeded in strengthening its position in pakistani tribal regions and is recruiting western operatives who are better able to help carry out attacks on the united states the Information, yeah, the information comes a day after Director of National Intelligence Mike McConnell expressed concerns to the Senate Intelligence Committee about al-Qaeda's continued efforts in Iraq and Pakistan and the resurgence of Afghanistan's Taliban. The, outside, the ousted regime that gave refuge to Osama bin Laden, let's remember they always call it Osama, not Osama, <laughs> gave refuge to Osama bin Laden and his al-Qaeda terror network. Al-Qaeda remains the preeminent threat against the United States, he said, and that was McConnell once again. And McConnell said al-Qaeda, while being suppressed to a large extent in Iraq, is moving to other regions, including Pakistan, where it continues to try to launch attacks against the United States. And the article goes on to say Tuesday, the New York Times reported that a senior intelligence official said that there is new evidence al-Qaeda operatives in Pakistan are training Westerners, Ben, most likely including U.S. citizens. Mm. You're a liar. <laughs> that official said that uh, the, the official said that there's no evidence that the terror group has succeeded in placing operatives inside U.S. borders. So, uh, I, again, I have to scratch my head with this article, Ben. I don't know what they're trying to say. Uh, are they trying to ease? In, in my opinion, the only, the only thing I can get out of this article is eventually they're warming uh, Americans up to start thinking about us as the terrorists, and more specifically, Ben, the people. On and activism, yep. I think, is probably at an all-time high. I Absolutely. think it's safe to say that with yep. the with all the things that we've been talking about, all the movements 
I think uh, a lot of people are becoming activists, and I think people are really waking up on a mass scale. Well, this is this is something that they've been planning for a very long time. They've always tried to ease terrorism towards the mainstream American people, the the activists and stuff like that. They they uh, they released some FBI memos that you know uh, people that talked about the Constitution could be considered terrorists, and people yeah. that wear Levi jeans, Levi jeans yeah. could be terrorists, and, and uh, yeah. people that consider them to be themselves to be patriots could be terrorists so we, we really have this ramping up of uh, of going after activists and it is it is the machine working against the peasants well yeah i mean i don't think it's difficult at all to put the pieces of the puzzle together when you look at all the surveillance and all the technology and we have a lot of good technology is well, coming out when it comes to surveillance yeah, i might i might have the last piece right here um go ahead and <laughs> U.S. troops asked if they would shoot American citizens. This was something that this is. Uh, we've heard about this before, but there For has been an additional. Yeah, why don't you read about this? And this yeah, this, this is, is a, scary when you think about it. Yeah, it's, it's very scary, and this is. Uh, you know, there's some new information towards this. Iraq vet exposes how he would tr- was trained to round up Americans in martial law exercise. Asked if he would kill his own friends and family. Um, U.S. troops are being trained to conduct roundups, confiscate guns, and shoot American citizens, including their own friends and family members, as part of a long-standing program to prepare for declaration of martial law, according to a soldier who recently returned from Iraq. We received an email from Scott, a member of Pipefitters Union, that runs an apprenticeship program called Helmets to Hard Hats, which, according to his website, is a national program that connects National Guard, Reserve, and transitioning active-duty military members with quality career training and employment opportunities within the construction industry. So uh, this Iraq veteran basically uh, exposed, again, once again, uh, another plan for for our martial law and uh, the ability for troops to shoot citizens and and polling troops and finding out if they would do this. Now, I think we all know throughout history that, for the most part, they never really have have the troops uh, uh, rounding up their friends and family. They usually bring you know troops from different parts of the country over there to round up friends and family because they're they're a different culture and they're different people that they don't know. Um, so so most of the time throughout history they've done that, and I think they'll probably do that in this case as well. Um, but you know they're not they're not only doing that, but they're training preachers to uh, to speak uh, Romans 13. Which basically says that God is endowed. Uh, the Do you have that clip? God, I, I didn't actually get that clip up, but that's oh, a good yes, point. I read about that in the Bible. There, there is actually, there's actually two clips that you reminded me of. Uh, the one clip is about the Romans 13, and that's actually FEMA. Uh, this is hard to believe, but it's true. FEMA actually being behind the recruitment of preachers to act as, I guess, public. Public servants, Ben, but people who would quell dissent during an, an, an emergency. And I guess you know you can emergency is a big word, yeah. but they would actually be using Romans 13 out of the Bible to quell the dissent and tell people to you know lay down their arms and to surrender and all this like unbelievable Orwellian thinking and and talk. And uh, I know on a fa- for the good Lord protect America. <laughs> That's right, George. And I know it's difficult to believe and to understand, but yeah, you know, this is what's this is what's going on. This is our government doing their thing, and we all know how. Um, well, how horrible FEMA is at doing their job in and of itself. But we also, the other clip, Ben, was out of Katrina when um, the National Guard came into the towns after the horrible disaster there, and they were actually gra- uh, grabbing guns. Yeah. And <clears throat> one of the, um, the troops, I think, had remarked to one of the news reporters that, you know, we never thought that we'd ever be doing this uh, on American soil, actually going into American houses and taking guns. We always were trained to do this elsewhere in other countries. So, uh, you know, you can't deny that it's already been happening and it's happened before in these drills. And if you dig deep enough, you realize that there have been drills all over the place. And, uh, oh, we have a little bit of music. How about that? Oh, wow. Beautiful. <laughs> well, thank, thank you very much. Well, yeah, I don't, I don't know at this point. Yeah, so... um. 
Well, Ben, I mean, there's so much to talk about. We have, like I said, we have a lot of technology news. We have a lot of spying. But I want people to call in tonight. Once again, it's 888-202-1984. <clears throat> and I want to speak, uh, I really want people to think about what's this all coming to? I think we all understand what the eventual outcome is going to be. You know, I guess it's going to be martial law, you know, the black ski mask uh, patrolman in the streets, that type of thing. But I don't think it's quite going to be that yet. I think, you know, the question more becomes how are they going to keep building this up and how are they going to convince Americans to accept this? They're already calling for al-Qaeda recruiting Westerners. Now they're going to call for al-Qaeda recruiting, you know, uh, white people and, and Americans. And before you know it, Ben, it's going to be illegal to do what we're doing right now, and that is just broadcasting our, you know, our minds over the internet airwaves and we'll be with the terrorists. We're with the terrorists, and you know, we've seen so many examples of this. And I'm still, Ben, still trying to make some sense of this whole. Uh, we talked last week about the U.S. drafting the plan to allow government access to any email or web search, and we talked about Mike McConnell already. We already spoke of Mike McConnell's name, and then we have uh, out of you know this week we have the veto threat for proposed spy laws. And I'm going to read it again. We have a break coming up. I'm going to read it one more time and try to make some sense what? of this. But Mike McConnell's name is going to be mentioned a lot on this show and probably uh, in the future. This guy's getting real busy. He's the one who says. Um, you know, uh, he's behind a lot of the spying, and he's developing the cybersecurity policy still in the draft stage, which will closely police Internet activity. So oh, keep, nice. yeah, keep your eyes on Mike McConnell, folks. He's getting busy, and this is, has a lot to do with the Internet spying. But when we get back, we're going to talk about some more police state news and uh, just some more news in general. Call in numbers 888-202-1984. We'll be right back. It's Animal Farm. Fabrique Nationale makes a rifle known as the Fusil Automatic Leger, or Light Automatic Rifle, considered to be the right arm of what's left of the free world. If you're familiar with FNFAL, then visit GunPartsGuy.com, an excellent source for parts, accessories, and technical support for all FAL rifles. If you'd like to modify or upgrade your FAL, the Gun Parts Guy has a great selection of new, refinished, and refurbished parts. The Gun Parts Guy doesn't have a federal firearms license, and he doesn't want one, but he is the source for parts and the best FAL kits today. Call James at 360-906-8369 or email GunPartsGuy at Hotmail. You'll be pleased with the personal care and technical support you get from the Gun Parts Guy. That number again, 360-906-8369. Whether you call or visit the website at GunPartsGuy.com, be sure to mention WTPRN to get an additional 10% discount off their already low, low prices. Government is best, which governs least. Wake up and smell the fascism. Being in government means never having to say you're sorry. What part of unconstitutional do you not understand, George? In today's world full of tyranny and injustice, sometimes it seems the only thing we still have is our freedom of speech. Exercise your freedom of speech by purchasing your choice of hundreds of different Liberty Stickers, from humorous to serious, at LibertyStickers.com. LibertyStickers.com can even customize your own bumper stickers. It's time to stand up for what you believe. Invest in your freedom. Get your stickers at LibertyStickers.com for your family, friends, and community. Go to LibertyStickers.com or call 877-873-9626. That's 877-873-9626. And express your freedom of speech today. Call 877-873-9626. That's 877-873-9626. Deadline Live and Jack Blood are proud to announce our new bookstore. 
Okay, it's not really our online bookstore where you can get every title, book, and DVD you hear about on our live show. It's brought to you by the people at Brave New Books. BraveNewBookstore.com is the newest, bravest, and most complete bookstore online today. And their DVD selection has all the titles you need to decode the new world order and fight the information war. BraveNewBookstore.com has awesome t-shirts to proudly display your patriotism and liberty stickers to alert the public at large. Brave New Books is physically located at 1904 Guadalupe Street under the Chase Bank building next to UT in Austin, Texas. So stop on by and maybe stay for one of their film showings. Go to BraveNewBookstore.com now to peruse the virtual bookstore and look for the Jack Blood recommended section. Or call them at 866-516-6623. 866-516-6623 to order the books and videos you hear about on Deadline Live. Be the resistance. Tell your friends about BraveNewBookstore.com. Jack Blood. Catch Deadline Live from 2 p.m. to 4 p.m. Central. Monday through Friday. Right here on We the People Radio Network. WTPR. All right, folks, welcome back to the Animal Farm Radio Show. We the People Radio Network. If I sound a little nasally tonight, I do apologize. I am just getting over a little bit of a head cold. Went to Canada a couple weeks ago, and it was minus 20 degrees. So still recovering from that. Nevertheless, we were talking about spying, and uh, we all know how the government is just spying on everything we do. But I do want to read. I'm still trying to make sense of this whole thing, so please give us a call. Uh, 888-202-1984. Thank you, Pieth. I'm trying to make sense of this whole issue with the uh, Bush video threat for the proposed spy laws. And this is out of uh, AP. President Bush threatened to veto uh, threatened to veto Tuesday in the debate to update terrorist surveillance laws assailing Democratic plans to deny protection from lawsuits for telecommunications providers that let the government spy on U.S. residents after the September 11, 2001 attacks. The threat came in a 12-page letter to Senate leaders from Attorney General Michael Mukasey, I may have mispronounced that, and National Intelligence Director, once again, Mike McConnell. It was issued as lawmakers prepared to vote on legislation seeking to update a 1978 surveillance law without violating privacy rights, you know, like they care. If the president is sent a bill that does not provide the U.S. intelligence agencies the tools they need to protect the nation, the president will veto the bill, wrote Mukasey and McConnell. The letter was sent to Senate leaders and the top Democrats and Republicans on the Senate Judiciary and Intelligence Committees. Senate Majority Leader Harry Reid, Democrat of Nevada, said the letter was premature since there isn't any legislation yet. It's a little early to have a veto threat, he said. The existing surveillance law will expire February 15th. Bush has said he would resist extending it again. Mm. So, uh, Damn the consequences. It seems as though now, I, I do have the Keith Oberman clip, and I do want to play some of it. It's extremely long, but I think he really sheds a lot of light on this whole issue about the president and the government, our own government, now looking to not really hold the telecommunications companies accountable for all of this illegal spying. I don't really know what this is all about, Ben, so pardon the ignorance, but Keith Oberman really has a way to put things, so let's listen to a little bit of his report on this. And finally tonight, as promised, a special comment of FISA and the telecoms. In a presidency of hypocrisy, an administration of exploitation, a labyrinth of leadership, in which every vital fact is a puzzle inside a riddle wrapped in an enigma hidden under a claim of executive privilege supervised by an idiot. This one is surprisingly easy. <laughs> President Bush has put protecting the telecom giants from the laws ahead of protecting you from the terrorists. He has demanded an extension of the FISA law, the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act, but only an extension that includes retroactive immunity for the telecoms who helped him spy on you. 
Congress has given him, and he has today signed, a 15-day extension which simply kicks the time bomb down the field, and which has changed nothing of his insipid rhetoric, in which he portrays the Democrats as soft on terror and getting in the way of his superhuman efforts to protect the nation, when in fact, and with bitter irony, if anybody is soft on terror right now, it is Mr. Bush. In the State of the Union address, sir, you told Congress, if you do not act by Friday, our ability to track terrorist threats would be weakened and our citizens will be in greater danger. Yet you are willing to weaken that ability. You will subject us, your citizens, to that greater danger. This, Mr. Bush, is simple enough even for you to understand. If Congress approves a new FISA Act without telecom immunity and sends it to your desk and you veto it, you, by your own terms and your own definitions, you will have just sided with the terrorists. you got to have this law, or we're all going to die. But you might veto this law. It's bad enough, sir, that you are demanding an ex post facto law, which would clear the phone giants from responsibility for their systematic, aggressive, and blatant collaboration with your illegal and unjustified spying on Americans under this flimsy guise of looking for any terrorists who are stupid enough to make a collect call or send a mass email. But when you then demanded again during the State of the Union address that Congress retroactively clear the Verizons and the AT&Ts, you wouldn't even confirm that, that he actually did anything for which they deserve to be cleared. The Congress must pass liability protection for companies believed to have assisted in the efforts to defend America. Believed? Don't you know? Does the endless hair splitting of your presidential fine print extend even here? If you, sir, are asking Congress and us to join you in this shameless, breathless, literal textbook example of fascism, the merged efforts of government and corporations who answer to no government, you still don't have the guts to even say the telecom companies did assist you in your efforts? Yeah, amen, Keith Oberman. Thank you. <laughs> this this report goes on for a while. I wanted to play the whole thing, but it's literally eight plus minutes long. Ben, uh, the Dick Cheney interview that came shortly after, and then Keith does, or actually before, but Keith Oberman does talk about what Dick Cheney said. Yeah, Dick you, Cheney calls into a Rush Limbaugh show <laughs> and uh, starts talking nonsense. I, I have the clip right here. <laughs> Great clip. All right, so far. The House of Representatives has voted to delay the demise of the uh, the, the wiretap law by uh, two weeks. So, so we, we've got a two-week extension on on uh, on FISA. Um, you know, we're in the middle of a presidential election year, and uh, a lot of people's attention is focused on that, not on FISA and the efforts that uh, you and the people administration are doing to continue to uh, detect potential attacks. What's the status with it? What, what, what's the big deal about two weeks? Well, the uh, legislation is absolutely essential, of course. They passed a six-month uh, extension last August, which expires on uh, Friday. And uh, with the idea that they would finish up the legislation by Friday, they've had six months to work on it. Uh, one of the main things we need in there, for example, is retroactive liability protection for the companies that have worked with us and helped us uh, Prevent further attacks against the United States. Like the phone company. Well, they, well, there you go. Uh, All right, so there it is. Cheney hit. Whoops. <laughs> so <laughs> it, it, admittedly, the companies have been working with the government to do these illegal searches and uh, wiretappings and whatnot. So And now they're trying to pass laws that would give these phone companies immunity for violating our civil rights. Yeah. Now, if I continue to play this clip, you'll hear uh, Dick Cheney say that, that no civil rights were violated. And if that's the case, Mr. Cheney, then why do you... 
want to grant them immunity. And, and really, the active word is retroactive immunity. So go yeah. back in time and then say, okay, well, every, they're, they're totally excused for these wrongdoings. But okay, I keep playing the clip. The most controversial part, right. And um, so far, they haven't been able to get it done. So uh, what uh, has been agreed to is to give them 15 more days uh, to wrap it up and finish it up here. It's um, the president's been holding their feet to the fire. They claim they can get it done in 15 more days, and uh, the battle right now is focused on the Senate. The House has already passed a version of it, and uh, but we do badly need this legislation. It's been essential in terms of protecting the country against further attacks. Uh, vital, uh, one of the most vital things the president's done since 9/11, and it would be a tragedy if uh, this authority weren't extended. Um, the opposition is Senate primarily from Democrats, correct? Correct. Uh, people who don't want to, uh, I guess, want to leave uh, open the possibility that the trial lawyers can go after a big company that may have helped. Those companies helped specifically at our request, and uh, they've done yeoman duty for the country. And this is a so uh, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm going to cut it there. I can, before I vomit on myself, Mr. Cheney, <laughs> it's disgusting. It's unbelievable. You know, these all these laws because we have to get protected by terrorists. And, uh, you know, they've done so much good, yet all these uh, privacies totally down the drain. Cheney doesn't even realize that it's illegal, and now they're going to grant retroactive immunity for all the companies that did the illegal wiretapping spend. So, <clears throat> the, uh, you know, the bottom line here is, is just where does it end? If it does, you know, when is it going to end? And, uh, I don't know. I just don't understand, uh, how there are still people who don't realize how important it is, uh, to be, like I said before, you know, a liberty expert or, you know, be yeah. part of that, that movement. You are a citizen and you have rights and they're just taking them away. And your, your rights have, is, is what made this society flourish for, for so long. Absolutely. And as, as, as if it doesn't stop there, if it doesn't stop with the internet and the telephones, now you have the U.S. Air Force, uh, they're eyeing a new surveillance system and this really caught my eye because nice. I'm a big fan of video, video production, what? multimedia. <clears throat> the Pentagon plans to fund a new electro-optical intelligence system for the U.S. Air Force beginning in fiscal 2009, according to Defense Department sources. It's dubbed a wide area surveillance. The product stems from a prototype now operating in Iraq. The prototype system built by the Air Force Research Laboratory is called Angel Fire. Uh, we have a break coming up. I want to read a little bit more of this uh, when I get back because this is interesting stuff and I want to explain what this is all about. So we'll be right back. Animal Farm Radio Show and We the People. Stay tuned. We shall return. Fabrique Nationale makes a rifle known as the Fusil Automatic Leger, or Light Automatic Rifle, considered to be the right arm of what's left of the free world. If you're familiar with FNFAL, then visit GunPartsGuy.com, an excellent source for parts, accessories, and technical support for all FAL rifles. If you'd like to modify or upgrade your FAL, the Gun Parts Guy has a great selection of new, refinished, and refurbished parts. The Gun Parts Guy doesn't have a federal firearms license, and he doesn't want one, but he is the source for parts and the best 
best FAL kits today, call James at 360-906-8369 or email gunpartsguy at hotmail.com. You'll be pleased with the personal care and technical support you get from the Gun Parts Guy. That number again, 360-906-8369. Whether you call or visit the website at gunpartsguy.com, be sure to mention WTPRN to get an additional 10% discount off their already low, low prices. It's progressing. It's only a matter of time until it's completely taken over our lives. We are entering martial law. Clearly, America has all the signs. There is no time like the present to get prepared by protecting yourself and your family. Find the information you need to arm yourself with an InfoBomb ebook at survivemartiallaw.com. This ebook will tell you everything you need to know about how to prepare and handle living in martial law. The worst part of martial law is the beginning stages. Survivemartiallaw.com will show you how to stay calm and how to act around controlling troops. Get tips on where to store valuables, emergency food, and what signs to look for. Surviving martial law can be difficult, but it is possible. Arm yourself with knowledge, as this will be the only weapon you will have to protect yourself and your family. Go to survivemartiallaw.com. That's survivemartiallaw.com. Or call 608-819-8011. That's 608-819-8011 to order this hard-hitting ebook today. What do these so-called Republican frontrunners for president support? Amnesty for illegal aliens, like liberals? Out-of-control spending, like the Democrats? Nation-building overseas? Wasn't that Bill Clinton's policy? Flip-flopping on the issues? What's Republican about any of that? The real Republican is Ron Paul. The Republicans are losing because they did not keep their promise to end big government at home and nation-building overseas. My record is different. Yes, Ron Paul's record is different. Ron Paul has never voted for a tax increase or an unbalanced budget. Ron Paul voted against amnesty for illegal aliens. Ron Paul voted against nation-building overseas. Ron Paul follows the Constitution, not the lawyers, not the lobbyists, not the latest poll. Learn more about Ron Paul, the real Republican running for president. Go to ronpaul2008.com. That's ronpaul2008.com. This is Ron Paul, candidate for president, and I approve this message. This message brought to you by grassroots efforts to elect Ron Paul. News, politics, cover-ups, government corruption. You're listening to We the People Radio Network. WTPRN. Welcome back to the Animal Farm Radio Show. Um, we the People Radio Network. Tony Pax, your host with Ben Miller and Pyeth. We are all here. Hello. And we have a lot of news. And we are going to get to our first guest, Dean Friedman. But before, Ben, I wanted to talk about this. You know, we've talked so much in the last couple of shows, in the last couple of months, about the surveillance of the society and the, the fact that our, our rights are just being totally destroyed mm-hmm. with the surveillance acts. And there's a lot of uh, articles coming out about that. But this one's a little bit of a different approach. And kind of the sci-fi, if you will, movie approach to surveillance. Uh-huh. Uh, and I want to finish this article. U.S. Air Force eyes new surveillance system. The Pentagon plans to fund a new electro-optical intelligence system for the U.S. Air Force beginning in fiscal 2009, according to Defense Department sources. It's dubbed a wide area surveillance. The project stems from a prototype now operating in Iraq. The prototype system built by the Air Force Research Laboratory and called Angel Fire comprises multiple commercial cameras capable of collecting one to two frames per second of, I guess, video in this case. Now, just just for everybody who knows, most cameras capture about 30 frames a second. Uh But this does something a lot different than your average camera. 
They are perched on a twin-engine manned aircraft, which is being operated by contract, contract personnel, the sources say. Images collected from the cameras can be stitched together using computers to present a near 360-degree vantage of a wide area. Wow. So uh, they may also be displayed in rapid succession to form a product similar to video. So I guess what's going to eventually happen is the it'll all be drones eventually here, Ben. But, you know, you could send a drone in, and it doesn't just give you satellite images that are highly detailed. It gives you a 360 map area, so you can almost travel through the information, the data that this uh, entity brings back. It's going to be completely 360 degrees. Well, that's comforting. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, listen, if you trust your government, I think you're really happy about it. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I don't know what you guys think, folks. It's 888. Uh, Friedman does not trust his government. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> I hope not. Uh, 888-202-1984, Ben. And just to leave off, I mean, I don't I don't really know where all the surveillance is going. I know that technology is going to play a humongous role. It already is playing a humongous role. But we have a lot of... Um, you know, a lot of things on the table now as far as the NSA and Mike McConnell and the government itself. Now we have this retroactive immunity for telecom systems, and it's just a huge mess. And uh, we want to get your feedback on it, folks, and we will just try to keep you as informed as possible within the next couple of months with all the information. I am absolutely appalled at how much people in this country do not think. <laughs> You're listening to the Animal Farm Radio Show on We The People Radio Network. Visit us on the web at www.animalfarmshow.com. All right, folks. We are now joined by the award-winning songwriter and political activist, Dean Friedman. But before we talk to him, I want to play... Uh, we're going to play some of his songs, but I'll play this clip of one of his songs. Here we go. Scantily clad beauty, she was something to behold. Smoking a funny looking cigarette, and she said, Doink, doink, it's just a little joint. Makes you feel happy, light headed and bun. Hardly has any ill effects at all. It's a whole lot safer than alcohol. All right. Uh, once again, award-winning songwriter and political activist Dean Friedman. You may know him from famous hits such as I Miss Monica and Four More Years, which is my personal favorite. Dean, can you hear us? Hey, guys. Hey, Tony. Hey, Ben. How you doing? You're sounding great. <laughs> uh, I'm glad. <laughs> Dean, it's really good to have you on the show. Uh, I would give your bio out, but I think it's better if you do so. So just tell the fans and folks listening a little bit about yourself. Oh, shucks. Well, uh, I grew up deep in the bosom of suburbia. And that, uh, you know, cor corrupted my mind thoroughly at an early age. And uh, started playing guitar, singing songs. Uh, I, I sort of slipped into the record business. I, some people might be familiar with one of my first records called Ariel, about this uh, pot-smoking vegetarian Jewish girl from uh, Paramus, New Jersey. Uh, that was one of my first hits. And uh, then I started, uh, you know, touring around the world and putting out records and uh, trying to stay out of trouble and uh, not always succeeding. I hear you, Dean. Well, uh, you know, I would ask the general question, uh, what do you think about what's going on? But let's take uh, issue by issue. Obviously, we touched a lot upon the surveillance and the uh, destruction of our civil liberties and, and Wait, rights no, as Americans. I'm, I'm, I'm puzzled by this whole surveillance issue because it's, you know, it, it, what I don't understand is, is why haven't they done more uh, along the lines of implants? Because if everyone had implants, whether they knew it or not, 
then you wouldn't need all this elaborate surveillance equipment. Every, you, they would be able to track everybody and know what everyone was doing or saying and you know thinking at the same time without all that extra hardware. I, 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 just think that, I have a feeling they'd like that, Dean. <laughs> well, I think well, I don't know. Go ahead, Dean. It just seems inevitable, and, and as, as usual, they're taking a circuitous route, uh, you know, to the obvious. It's like when they were always worrying about during the Cold War about these, uh, you know, missile defense systems and 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 you know, like being bombarded by all these nuclear weapons. Well, you know what? I mean, there was there was that was a moot point because all you needed was a little, you know, knapsack to smuggle a, a, a nuclear device into any major city on the planet. Uh, you know, those missile defense systems were just, uh, again, some, you know, figment of someone's imagination as far as their practicalness and, 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 and viability. That's how I see this whole surveillance scenario. It's, it's you know, it's the, it's the military-industrial complex. It's, it's a way to, to uh, you know, do another contract bid and, and uh, uh, you know, go on a junket. Absolutely, Dean. I agree. Uh, I, my first question, and oh, just to answer the initial question you asked, why haven't they done this? First of all, they have. Uh, Applied Digital is the big company pushing a lot of these RFID, radio frequency identification chips, and they are the ones that are uh, to be placed under the skin, and it's still you know, a little bit premature. I think a lot of people are freaking out. First of all, you have the Bible. And you have revelations and all the issues with the, you know, the mark of the beast and stuff. But the first question I would ask for you, Dean, is uh, are you being facetious? I mean, would you ever take a chip so that you could be tracked by the government? Well, I'll tell you, it would make my wallet a lot slimmer because I hate carrying all these credit cards. I <laughs> okay, agree. Kind of wave my hand. Absolutely. Uh, you know what? Uh, I am being facetious. Mm -hmm. But uh, it, it still seems to me that there are, you know, feedback correction systems in place that uh, as anxious as I get about their uh, very overtly described plans uh, in terms of things like surveillance, uh, I think there's this overriding self-regulating factor, which is their sublime incompetence. So those are the things that reassure me, the fact that they can't seem to get it right. And that whole law of unintended consequences, when they do something uh, you know, which they think is going to solve their problem. Inevitably, they do and accomplish the exact opposite. So, as I support your trying to underline and highlight and alert people to these inane moves that are being made, you know, supposedly on our behalf, uh, I'm heartened by the fact that they seem to always mess up. So, uh, okay. we'll, we'll hopefully slip through the cracks. Hopefully, yeah. Hopefully, I mean that's and it's uh, that is the good news at the moment is that they are blatantly incompetent and are constantly messing up. Um, you know, I'm, I I think that there there will come to a point where technology and and there will be people smart enough to run the stuff where where they may not uh, have even even have the ability to mess up anymore, which is which is what we're trying to stop here. Well, it, look, it's always good to to. to raise the issues and bring them to the fore and, and keep people aware of them. Um, but, you know, look, at the same time, and, yeah, I, yeah partly I'm being facetious, but but also I'm, I'm being serious, which is that all of this, you know, overwhelming surveillance technology and, and, and the fascist mindset also brings some positive benefits, like, for example, flat panel HD TV. <laughs> And if you think about, like, if it harkens back to, you know, Fahrenheit 451, Ray Bradbury, where 
I remember reading it as a kid for the first time, and, and, and they were describing these huge television panels that were floor-to-ceiling uh, occupying an entire wall, and sure, they were interactive. Sure. And, Absolutely, you know, this is, yeah. You know, this is decades and decades before they actually exist. Well, now they finally exist, and I quite enjoy a big, large HDTV. And uh, so what I'm saying is that there, there are some unintended consequences, you know, in the midst of trying to assume mass control over our mind and our psyche. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, well no, I, no. Think they, I think they underuse uh, the power of subliminal messages. You'd think that someone would be a little more creative with the huge potential and, and power in terms of the information agent and, and, and ways in which they could manipulate us, uh, but don't. No, but Dean, I, I'm, I'm actually right on pace, and I don't like to talk like that. And uh, for the most part, I mean, the bottom line is that if they ever really wanted to get more creative, I think there's 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 some better things that they can do to manipulate us. But um, <laughs> I, I like sarcasm in a lot of ways, and I think uh, just to mention the Fahrenheit 451, the movie was just as good as the book. I thought I thought it was really well yeah, done. And the bottom line, Dean, is that we are catching up to uh, the movies that were made in the 80s and the 90s, and now we are living in this surveillance society. But uh, up against the break, want to talk more about the uh, surveillance society then i want to get some of your music and promote you so stay tuned dean freeman okay. on the animal farm on we the people radio network we shall return it's progressing it's only a matter of time until it's completely taken over our lives we are entering martial law clearly america has all the signs there is no time like the present to get prepared by protecting yourself and your family. Find the information you need to arm yourself with an InfoBomb ebook at survivemartiallaw.com. This ebook will tell you everything you need to know about how to prepare and handle living in martial law. The worst part of martial law is the beginning stages. Survivemartiallaw.com will show you how to stay calm and how to act around controlling troops. Get tips on where to store valuables, emergency food, and what signs to look for. Surviving martial law can be difficult, but it is possible. Arm yourself with knowledge, as this will be the only weapon you will have to protect yourself and your family. Go to SurviveMartialLaw.com. That's SurviveMartialLaw.com. Or call 608-819-8011. That's 608-819-8011 to order this hard-hitting ebook today. Now you and your friends and family can enjoy the sweetest, cleanest drinking water anytime, even while traveling, camping, at sporting events, or in emergency situations. The Berkey Light removes bacteria, cysts, parasites, and harmful chemicals to below detectable levels. It reduces nitrates and unhealthy minerals like lead and mercury, yet leaves in the nutritional minerals your body needs. The Berkey Light is so powerful, it can purify raw, untreated water from remote sources. The optional PF2 filter even removes fluoride. The Berkey Light has a rechargeable LED lighting system and an elevated base for use in places other than a countertop. To get your Berkey system, please visit We the People Radio Network at WTPRN.com and click the Berkey banner or call 512-646-6444. That's WTPRN.com or call 512-646-6444. Deadline Live and Jack Ludd are proud to announce our new bookstore. Okay, it's not really our online bookstore where you can get every title, book, and DVD you hear about on our live show. It's brought to you by the people at Brave New Books. 
BraveNewBookstore.com is the newest, bravest, and most complete bookstore online today. And their DVD selection has all the titles you need to decode the New World Order and fight the information war. BraveNewBookstore.com has awesome t-shirts to proudly display your patriotism and liberty stickers to alert the public at large. Brave New Books is physically located at 1904 Guadalupe Street under the Chase Bank building next to UT in Austin, Texas. So stop on by and maybe stay for one of their film showings. Go to BraveNewBookstore.com now to peruse the virtual bookstore and look for the Jack Blood recommended section. Or call them at 866-516-6623. 866-516-6623 to order the books and videos you hear about on Deadline Live. Be the resistance. Tell your friends about BraveNewBookstore.com. Online and on demand, this is We the People Radio Network. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Animal Farm Radio Show on We the People Radio Network. If you just joined us, we have Dean Friedman, award-winning songwriter and political activist Dean Friedman on the line. Please check out his website, www.deanfriedman.com or myspace.com slash Dean Friedman. Dean, I want to play one of oh, actually my favorite song you've ever wrote, which was uh, which is Four More Years. And I, I, but before we do, I want you to talk about it a little bit because it really, in my mind, it's humorous. It's very well written musically. I think it's very enjoyable, but it has a lot of truths to it. And I think it's actually very uh, important to take into account what you say in the song and kind of uh, recognize it as a, kind of a summary, uh, and and you know understand it from that point. So just tell tell us the folks here what was your inspiration for writing this particular song. Well, you know, we've gone through a, a, a very uh, strange time, I guess. It's <laughs> the best way I could characterize it, as everyone is well aware. And just, you know, from my perspective and, and growing up uh, in the Northeast and uh, seeing the the country take a, a very dramatic shift, uh, it uh, was something uh, with all the things going on uh, leading up to the to the last presidential election uh, when uh, Bush was uh, elected for a second term, I was befuddled and mm -hmm. bewildered. And so the song was a reaction to that and, and trying to uh, understand how uh, this uh, movement in America was perceiving a different reality than than I understood. Now, mm -hmm. uh, in retrospect, in 06 elections, it, it was as if the entire country woke up and took a sanity pill. And right. uh, so it, it, it was reassuring to, to that degree that no matter how, uh, you know, the, the public psyche uh, shifts, that it, 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 some pendulum effect, which is self-correcting. In any case... Four more years was my very emotional uh, reaction to uh, my not really understanding what was going on uh, in American politics and trying to uh, articulate for myself and for my friends uh, at, at least inquire as to why these things were happening, why people were making the choices they did, 
why uh, the religious right and the neocons had uh, uh, achieved the kind of power they had, uh, what they were going to do with it, what their intentions were, um, why suddenly the news was no longer the news. I mean, when I grew up, I remember, you know, when you turned on the news, you, you expected them to, to, to explain something that was sort of in the middle of the truth. Uh, but these days, you know, different channels <laughs> represent different constituencies. There's no one single news channel anymore. Yeah, uh, I think I think the I think the bottom line, Dean, is that you know you you have different news channels, but they're all giving you a different flavor of one particular flavor. But let me let me play this song because I know it's a little bit long, and I want you to comment on it, and we'll give out your website once again. Once uh, this is called Four More Years, and once again by Dean Friedman. I woke up Wednesday morning on that crisp November day. I turned on my TV and I heard the newsman say The Dems concede a three-point lead, lost the House and Senate too If you live in a blue state, you're probably feeling blue He turned to a spokesperson for the GOP Now you're in power for four more years what will your agenda be? And he said, We vow to fight to protect the rights of embryonic cells. And anyone that disagrees is heading straight to hell. We cherish each and every single strand of DNA. Unless, of course, it turns out that that DNA is gay. In which case, we'll have no choice but to see God's will be done. We'll violate its civil rights and make sure that it's shunned. Four more years, morality will rule. Four more years, we'll put prayer back into schools. We'll teach them to hate and discriminate against all of them queers. There ain't nothing you can do about it for more years. There is no doubt we're running out of our petroleum. In 30 years it disappears and that is worrisome. So we send the fleet but drag our feet on renewable energy. Cause God forbid our friends in Texas lose their monopoly. Those solar power would not pollute our water, air, and soil. We'd rather send our troops to war than lose a single drop of oil. We got four more years. We just won a majority. Four more years. Just how stupid can we be? We're resolute and we'll pollute the whole damn atmosphere. So just lie back and enjoy it, folks. We got four more years. Although he was a drunken, snorted mountains of cocaine. We stand behind our president because he's born again. We'll send the poor to make war on each country he invades. From Baghdad to Damascus in this 21st century crusade. And we don't give a damn if all our cities turn to slums. Because the faithful will rise up to heaven when Armageddon comes. We got four more years. Free of sin and vice. Four more years of Condoleezza Rice. You'll get the shaft when we start the draft as we run out of volunteers. With glory bound, we'll be around for four more years. 
all and you pro-choice will lose your voice, your freedoms we will thwart. When we appoint evangelists to every seat on the Supreme Court, because we mourn for your unborn for so long we have prayed. Code hangers will be back in vogue when we overturn Roe v. Wade. And anyone that doesn't believe you have only yourselves to blame. Too bad for you, it's true, you'll spend eternity in flames. We got four more years. You had best repent your sins. Four more years. Of Laura and the twins. We won this fight because we know we're right. Got whispers in our ears. We have no doubt we won this bout. We've got four more years. Excellent. Great job. Once again, Dean Friedman and Four More Years is that song. Dean, before I comment and get into uh, ranting and raving, please, can you just promote your website, tell people where they can get and buy the music and give, a, give all your information out? Sure. Thanks. Well, both those songs, Four More Years, also uh, Doink Doink, it's just a little joint, and uh, all kinds of tunes like Death to the Neighbors and I'm a Clone are on my latest CD <laughs> entitled... Squirrels in the Attic, and yes. uh, you can order Squirrels in the Attic direct from my website, and that's deanfriedman.com, that's D-E-A-N-F-R-I-E-D-M-A-N.com. Uh, also, you can visit the MySpace page, which is in myspace.com slash deanfriedman, and uh, uh, check us on the tunes, pay a visit, and uh, I've been doing a lot of you know goofy videos and animations uh, that uh, uh, illustrate some of the songs on Squirrels in the Attic. Uh, and, uh, well, for example, Doint Doint uh, is just a little joint, won the American Marijuana Music Award uh, for a top comedy song. And uh, uh, I Miss Monica, one of my personal favorites, uh, won the uh, uh, People's Choice Award on the Huffington Post.com. Uh, and this being the 10th anniversary of that uh, adorable scandal, uh, uh, it's something that uh, is close to my heart. Sure I think it's perfectly reasonable. Now, Dean, you 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 had stated that you that you had won the uh, American Marijuana Music Award uh, for top comedy song. What what was the backstory about that you were telling us uh, off air? Well, you know what, uh, I'm a musician, and like uh, most of my musician compatriots, and just you know, kids I knew growing up, uh, I you know, as a teenager would occasionally uh, roll a doobie and indulge and. Uh, <laughs> um, and I remember hiding that fact from my mom, you know. And it was then when I grew up and had kids of my own that I realized that I was hiding the fact that I would occasionally smoke pot from my kids. And I thought, well, wait a minute, I'm hiding. I hid it from my mom. I'm hiding it from my kids. Is this going to go on forever? And finally, I decided to come out of the marijuana closet. And I wrote the song "Doint Doint." It's just a little joint, which basically makes the point that it's no more dangerous than alcohol. Not that alcohol right. isn't dangerous, it can kill you, but uh, that pot is no more dangerous and shouldn't be subject to any laws more onerous than that, uh, and certainly not criminalize millions of people, uh, you know, and people, particularly minorities and, and people considered on the fringe and vulnerable on the edges of society as a way to manipulate and control them. And so right. Doink Doink is just a little joint was my uh, effort to address that topic uh in a humorous way i was doing a tour in the uk because uh i tour there about once a year and i got a sponsor for the tour uh an online uh seed distribution company called golden hang, hang, on, one, Dean, Dean, hang on one second we're actually coming up against a break before we let you go we'll do a couple more minutes but once again give out your website 
deanfriedman.com. That's D-E-A-N-F-R-I-E-D-M-A-N.com. Pay a visit and uh, hang out and uh, enjoy it. All right, folks, listen to the Animal Farm Radio Show. We'll have a couple more comments with Dean when we get back, and we have a lot more news. Stay tuned. Rights protects every American's God-given right to keep and bear arms. Now that right is being seriously undermined as legally registered rifles are being confiscated in some parts of our country. If we're not careful, we may find ourselves with no right to own guns. And that's where Gun Owners of America comes in. Gun Owners of America is in Washington every day fighting for you to keep that right. Congressman Ron Paul has called GOA the only no-compromise gun lobby in Washington. You need to be part of this great grassroots group of activists who are keeping the heat on their members of Congress. Find out right now how you can join. Call 888-886-GUNS and get started receiving their fact-filled newsletters and action alerts. Call 888-886-GUNS or go to their webpage at gunowners.org and help make your voice heard in Washington. Make that call right now and call Gun Owners of America at 888-886-GUNS. Remember, it's not just about gun control, it's about control. Online and on demand, this is We the People Radio Network. All right, folks, welcome back to the Animal Farm Radio Show. We're halfway through our show. We have a lot more to talk about. But before we let Dean Friedman go... I do want to plug his website one more time, and I do want to remind everybody listening to check out his website because the videos that go along with the songs, in particular, the reason why I played four more years is because maybe the best part of the video is the very last frame when uh, four more years until, you know, the, the, he shows uh, Hillary, Hillary Clinton, I should say. We call her Hillary on this show. I, I keep screwing that up. But um, for the, 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 you have to check out the video, but it says for now, and then it shows Hillary Clinton. And I think, Dean, I think you're alluding to the fact that Hillary is most likely going to be, or at least has a good chance to be our next president. Do you want to comment on that? Well, you know what? <laughs> I, uh, anything's better than what we got. I'm actually a fan of theirs, and I, I, I think it's really kind of uh, amusing seeing this whole uh, process evolve uh, as the candidates are going through this nomination process. And I think it'll be a great American fantasy if, uh, you know, superdelegates uh, push it in uh, Hillary's favor and she brings in Obama to be her VP. Uh, oh, I, I think everyone would just, you know, cream and uh, it, it would be a fun time for all until, you know, the reality sunk in after a while and, and uh, there was business uh back as usual but i think it, again it's it, it would be uh, a, a sublime event and and certainly uh an improvement over what we got right now absolutely <laughs> dean once again before we let you go i first of all, want to say thanks uh we all really appreciate you coming on but please one more time give out your website you. and all the places that people can contact you and buy your music i appreciate that guys it's uh, deanfriedman.com uh d e a n f r i e d m a n.com 
And uh, you're welcome to drop by and uh, check out some of the videos and animations and audios and uh, drop me a line and uh, try to write folks back. And uh, if you join the email list, let you know about concerts and uh, upcoming recordings and, and cool stuff like that. Absolutely. Dean, once again, thank you so much. We appreciate it. Folks, definitely check out Dean Friedman. The, uh, the songs are great. The videos are great. And there's a lot of good stuff on his website. And we, uh, we really uh, do appreciate him joining us. And we will be right back. We'll tell you anything you want to hear. We lie like hell. Tyranny getting you down, folks. New World Order got you on the run. But don't fret, you got the Animal Farm Radio Show on We The People Radio Network. You're listening to the Animal Farm Radio Show on We The People Radio Network. All right, folks, we're back. You're listening to Animal Farm on We The People Radio Network. As everybody knows, uh, yesterday was Super Tuesday, and um, we did get some Ron Paul results back, but we do have a special guest to talk about it. Uh, we have Nancy Robbins. She's uh, one of the heads of the Austin, Texas meetup groups, um, and she's here to fill us in on what happened last night and what we need to do going forward. Nancy, how are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you guys? Good, good. So what happened last night? Was it good or was it bad for us? Well, I think it's good because one of the things it shows us is that, okay, well, first of all, we all know that the polls lie, but it shows us there are other like-minded people out there, thousands and thousands and thousands of people, and you can't be discouraged by what you're seeing. It's still not over. It's still a possible brokered convention, and we still need to get delegates, so there's absolutely no reason to stop working hard. And it's just... If the primary is our caucus or whatever it is in your state, if it's already happened, you've still got Texas coming up. You've still got huge states coming up that could use all the help you can give them on phone calls, phone banking, anything that you can do. Because, it's, like I said, it's so far from being over. And there's another thing that you have to think about is there's two levels to this. There's the level where... We try and get Ron Paul in office. We do everything we can to get him in office. But it's also time to sit down and ask yourself, what is it that I should be doing? That's a good point, that's Nancy. That's a good point. I think that's really going to be the what makes this revolution live or die. And yeah, no, you know, you and I, you and I were talking earlier, Nancy, about you know the uh, the difference between national uh, activism and, and local activism. Can you get into that a little bit? Do you think people were surprised yesterday about uh, other results? Or do you think they expected too much? And was that a result of, of their their kind of blindness towards uh, national activism? Well, I think everybody is so passionate. You just have this strong hope that just won't die. And when you don't see what your dream is, coming to fruition, it's very easy to get disappointed, and that's okay. You can get disappointed, but then you have to turn around and you have to say, okay, that was that battle, now what's the Mm -hmm. next one? And one of the things that we have to keep in mind, you know, a national party is all well and good, but we've already had several examples of national parties that really aren't going anywhere. The Libertarian Party, 
the Constitution Party, the Green Party. They're getting an occasional office here or there, but are they really breaking into that Republican-Democrat two-party system? They're not. Yeah, it's a good question, Nancy. No! (laughs) So what it comes back to, it comes down to what you and I are going to do and what changes we are going to make as individuals and as a community. And that's the key here. Uh, If you look at the Council on Foreign Relations, if you look at the member families, uh, the Rockefellers, the Rothschilds, the Wahlbergs, all of these families, their children grow up together. They go to school together. They do all of these things together. They are as tight a knit community as you will probably ever see because they have been a community for hundreds of years. Mm-hmm. And you have to ask yourself the question, why is one of their stated goals to break up the American family? Absolutely. Because, because if you break up the family unit and you break up the community, they can pick you off one by one and nobody's going to care. Nancy, let me ask you a question because, I mean, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, you know, we're all here on Paisley and a lot of listeners, I'm sure, agree, but for... For the, if you had to talk to the casual observer, someone who does, has no idea what you're talking about, where are good places to start, whether it's on the Internet or videos or documentaries? What's a good place to start to learn about the Rothschilds and the Bilderbergs and all those types of people? Where did you first learn about it? Well, my very first place that I learned about it was a three-and-a-half-hour documentary called uh, The Money Masters. And it actually took me two days to watch that video. I was so angry, I had to keep turning it off. And this was probably eight years ago now. Okay, but, the Money Masters, okay. Yes, um, you can get it on Google Video. It is three and a half hours long. But my own personal favorite for starting people out is Freedom to Fascism. And I feel so strongly about that. I headed up a, a project where we got 5,000 copies of that made. And really? we have been handing it out all over Austin. My personal favorite place to hand it out is the bank. You go in. It's a good place to start. That's a good place to start. Very well. Nice. Yeah, you go up to the teller and you say, "Hey, I got. I'm going to have free movies." And actually, um, the financial planner guy that I was talking to the other day, I gave him the movie, and he actually called me yesterday and said, "Wow." Mm Mhm. I just watched that movie and I can't believe it. I agree, Nancy. I think that movie is one of the most powerful, especially for the you know, dare I say, the amateur uh, patriot. Yeah, and Nancy, I you know I I went down to uh, New York City and and went to the Ron Paul rally in uh, uh, for the MTV studios, and mm-hmm. um, I was uh, I was down there and I was uh, you know handing out Paul Ron Paul uh, leaflets and stuff like that, stating what he was about, and I was uh, holding up signs and screaming, and people were walking by and they were laughing, literally laughing because they had no clue who Ron Paul was. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you, I mean? What's your take on that? Why do why do they laugh? Uh, is it is it an arrogance thing because the big media is on their side and their candidate kind of you know is well known and ours isn't? I mean, what do you, what do you think? Um, I think it's a little bit of arrogance, and I think people laugh when they don't understand. So, so you think that's really a, a way for them to deal with it, kind of, and psychologically, or? Well, yeah, because one, they don't understand first of all what it's all about, and they've been told to laugh about it. And if you think about high school, or, you know, kids are really cruel to each other. And when they want to bring somebody down, they laugh at them. Mm-hmm. They sure. make fun of them. And psychologically, I think most of the country, because 
kids aren't really allowed to grow up. Most of the country, psychologically, has not grown up. <laughs> Absolutely. And, you know, the more you uh, talk to people, you realize that people often laugh and gawk and make fun of things that they don't understand. And, I mean, the bottom line, just to touch, about, touch upon what you initially said, Nancy, I mean, we've already won. Uh, we, the people, you know, we, the Ron Paul supporters. I mean, granted, we'd love to see this guy in the presidency, but the bottom line is that we're waking people up, and we're, at least, if nothing else, just the slogan that Ron Paul cured my apathy, I think that's, to me, that's it in a nutshell. The fact of the matter is people, when they hear Ron Paul, realize that we're not doomed and that not every single politician is extremely corrupted and is not owned by the big business and corporations. Call them what you will. Call them the Bilderbergs or the Carlisles, whatever you want. The bottom line is that, we realize that there are good people in government. They are rare, uh, but they do exist. And I think uh, just the Ron Paul movement and what we've accomplished uh, is it's, it's already a win. This is not going to end with the presidency. I mean, the bottom line is every single day people wake up, people see films because of people like you, Nancy, activists. You know, we're, we're letting people make up their own minds. And I think that's the most powerful form of, of uh, activism there is. And this is not going to stop. The Internet's not going away. We're going to continue this movement, and we're going to continue to try to let people at least have a chance to think for themselves. Oh, absolutely. And it comes back to... Well, you know, when you're waking people up, it's about community. You know, mm -hmm. what? How many people actually know the neighbors? Mm -hmm. And even if Absolutely. you do know your neighbors, do you know the neighbor on the other side? Yep. No, um, you're right. We talked about it. We talked about it last week, uh, Nancy. We talked about it. You know, just leave your house at seven o'clock uh, p.m. after dinner, and just take a look at how many people are watching TV with the blue illuminated uh, windows. People are exactly. not talking. They're, they're not communicating with their neighbors. They're not. Uh, and if they are, they're not talking about politics. You know, there's so many more important issues than politics. Of course, Britney Spears always in the news, and and Paris Hilton with the latest fashion vibe. So there's a lot of stuff going on that seems to get the majority of the population. Yeah, and I mean, we would make you angry. <laughs> well, we were talking about. <laughs> We were talking about, you know, that that fact that, uh, you know, we, we have these tight-knit uh, communities that we used to have these tight-knit communities, and they consisted of families and neighborhoods and, and uh, uh, cities at one point. I mean, do you think that that's the same thing? Is that is, is the TV really breaking up our communities and, and letting the kind of the, the ones who would be controlling thing pick us off one at a time, Nancy? Oh, I absolutely think so. I mean, is, do you guys see the video of the woman in Stark County that was strip-searched? Oh, Nancy, we're going to get to that. I'm, gl I'm glad you brought that up because, you know, I'm surprised. I've listened to a lot of radio, Patriot Radio and mainstream alike and mainstream news networks, uh, TV. I've watched a lot of it ever since that I found that. Our, that happened probably, I think it was on Thursday or Friday. It was very early after our last show, Nancy. And I not only have the video and the audio, I have articles. And to me, this is the most flagrantly ridiculous use of force, overuse, abuse of force that I may have, I think I've ever seen because it's on video. Um, we're not going to give you the background, but if you want to talk about it, go ahead. We have the audio, Nancy. We'll talk about it after we let you go. But this, to me, is perhaps the most powerful video and article and incident in the United States that's happened over the last four years to get people to wake up and realize that we are entering into a police state. What do you think? Well, I think that, you know, even if you haven't seen the video yet, definitely watch it. But the question you have to ask, and I can't take credit for this. This is a conversation I had with my brother, um, is why were the people of that community not at the steps of the sheriff's office demanding his resignation, along with the resignation of every single one of those officers? Every single Absolutely. person in that I mean, community yeah. should have been there and said, no, we are not going to tolerate this behavior at all. Yeah, this is and this is the most horrific 
horrific thing I've seen in a long time, Nancy. Well, you know, oh, and, and back in the days, back in the days, they would be there with with uh, pitchforks and and torches. And, exactly, uh, oh, yeah. and that sure, was a community. Sure, sure. That was a community. Right. Well, I mean, again, we all know, Nancy. We all know why this is happening. We know that they've used <laughs> the TV in multiple ways against the people to manipulate thought and to rob people of their reason. To give you a small background, because I mean, people may not know what's going on, but a woman was strip searched. A woman was assaulted, basically, and called the cops for help. The cops were called for her assistance. She was the victim of an assault, and she eventually, at the end of the day, and we'll get into the details, but she was strip searched. She was handcuffed and she was strip searched in a cell with men there. A couple of women and a couple of, of male cops, they, they took her clothes off and left her in a cell for six hours in a freezing uh, cell. Uh, we'll get to the story, Nancy. Wow. I, I have it all ready to go because to me, this is absolutely ridiculous. This is the most disgusting thing I've ever seen. And i got to tell you the truth, Nancy. If I was the husband, I'd be dead or in jail right now. Believe me when I tell you because I am not standing for this. This is unacceptable and I will not tolerate this. I would I would probably lose my mind if this ever happened to my wife or my family or one of my good friends or anybody for that matter in my town. This is not going to fly. I absolutely agree. And you know, I have been sitting here thinking about this for a few days. Um, give or take a few days. Uh, about, you know, what are the next steps? Because you have to look at this from two levels. You've got the presidency, which, wow, if we could do that, wouldn't that be fantastic? But even if we did do that, if we make no changes in the way that we live, it's not going to matter. And so I kind of came up with some steps, if you want to call them steps or whatever. But the very first thing we need to do is you need to pull your kids out of public school. Because yeah, a public school is an indoctrination yes. center. And... Yes, it's financially hard. Yes, it's a lifestyle change. But you really have to ask yourself at this point, is it worth it to change the country? <clears throat> you are going to have to make sacrifices. And is it really a sacrifice to educate your own children? And until you pull them out, it's, it's again, you're, you're talking about the next generation. This is not going to happen overnight. Yeah, it's it's difficult. To, it is difficult. It is difficult. But here's one of the great things that we have going for us is the one thing that this presidential campaign has done is it has brought like-minded people together. And every single meetup group out there needs to stay together, get to know each other, um, become good friends, you know, do things together, get to know each other, and work together. And there may Absolutely. be another family in the Nancy, same Nancy, hang on. we got, we got a break. Yeah, I'm sorry, we got a break coming sure. up, Nancy. Uh, we're, we'll get back to your to your next steps right after we get back from our break. Folks, you're listening to The Animal Farm on the We The People Radio Network. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. People who use Cardivite know about the pollutants in our body and want them out. For over five years, Cardivite has proven itself time-tested. Here's Dr. Matson, a naturopathic doctor's thoughts on Cardivite. In our mind, there isn't such a great big mystery to disease anymore. This basic tenet of yeast in the gut and metals in the liver covers at least 70-80% of the diseases that we see. When we do our program, you know, herbal formulas like Cardivite, and you see someone who could barely walk up a hill now going for regular jobs, few months later, we know we're doing something right. It's a well-thought-out formula. I mean, the idea of it working on yeast and metals both at the same time and liver function is dead on. It, you'll find, I think, that it'll work more than just on, on heart problems and circulation problems. It'll work on other problems as well. For more information, call 1-877-928-8822 or visit our website at www.heartdrop.com. That toll-free number again, one 877 
Hey, Jack Blood here, host of Deadline Live. I wanted to share with you my secret weapon in fighting the new world order. It's a new product called Enerfood. Enerfood is bar none the best health supplement I've tried, and I've tried them all. With many ingredients like spirulina, chlorella, dulse, kelp, barley, grass, alfalfa leaf, beetroot, orange peel, winter cherry root, it really is nothing less than superfood. I couldn't imagine having to shop and prepare all of these ingredients, but now I don't have to. Enerfood's done it for me. A simple scoop of powder every day is all it takes. No fillers, no miracle claims, no magic bullets, just a real product with real results. Call them today and mention Jack Flood and get a special discount. Get the two-pack special with the coconut oil powder. Call them now, 1-866-762-9238. 1-866-762-9238. Or simply go to enerfood.com. That's E-N-E-R, enerfood.com. Tell them Jack Flood sent you. Now you and your friends and family can enjoy the sweetest, cleanest drinking water anytime, even while traveling, camping, at sporting events, or in emergency situations. The Berkey Light removes bacteria, cysts, parasites, and harmful chemicals to below detectable levels. It reduces nitrates and unhealthy minerals like lead and mercury, yet leaves in the nutritional minerals your body needs. The Berkey Light is so powerful, it can purify raw, untreated water from remote sources. The optional PF2 filter even removes fluoride. The Berkey Light has a rechargeable LED lighting system and an elevated base for use in places other than a countertop. To get your Berkey system, please visit We the People Radio Network at WTPRN.com and click the Berkey banner or call 512-646-6444. That's WTPRN.com or call 512-646-6444. Right, Paul is here. The freedom message. Waking up people everywhere. I'm Ron Paul, and you're listening to We the People Radio Network. Okay, folks, we're back. We're talking to Nancy Robbins. Uh, she's one of the heads of the uh, meetup group in Austin, Texas. Uh, Nancy, you were talking about things that. Uh, um, you thought would be a good idea for people to do going forward uh, in their life beyond the Ron Paul campaign. Um, but first, before you get back into that, do you have anything you want to plug? At the moment, no. <laughs> <laughs> Other than cool. then, if you're not done, uh, if your primary is not done, you need to go canvas. Once again, Nancy, tell us what that yes. is. Canvassing. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, canvassing is. There's a couple ways you can do it. You can go door-to-door, knocking on doors. Um, it's really too late to do conversions at this point. So what you want to do is um, identify who are the Ron Paul supporters, who is undecided, and um, talk to them and get their contact information. So as time comes for the election and the voting, you can call them and say, hey, go vote. Uh, if they're Ron Paul supporters, you can get them to come help you canvas. And the undecided, you can call and say, do you have any questions? Would you consider supporting our candidate? And basically, that that's what canvassing is. <laughs> Absolutely, that's <laughs> what canvassing is. It's basically voter identification. Great, and we and and we've had great success with that uh, in the Ron Paul campaign. Uh, so the news letters have said. Yes. Yes. Cool. So. So um, canvas everybody. That's what you got to do. Um, now, outside of the Ron Paul campaign to, to make this country better, what, what do you say? I mean, you talked about 
uh, getting our kids out of out of the public indoctrination schools. Um, what else do you have in mind? Well, we have a great opportunity. Meetup has brought so many like-minded people together. And, you know, looking at taking your kids out of school, that's pretty daunting, especially if you need both incomes. So this is an opportunity for us to forge some really tight relationships, to work together as a team, stay in contact with each other. You know, if there's another like-minded family, you know, maybe there's something that the two families can work out to pull the kids out of school and homeschool them. And, you know, you got to really think outside the box with this. You know, you have to look at your lifestyle. Things have got to change. And we have learned so many hard lessons. For all of us that weren't politically active and now are, these are lessons that we need to be passing down to our kids and teaching our neighbors that, yes, you can affect change. So definitely, you know, one of the next steps is, you know, take advantage of the environment that we have, the fact that there are thousands of other people that believe the same things we do, that believe in smaller government, and start working together. And that, you know, goes into, you know, just how committed are you to creating change? Because if after the election you think, oh, that's it, it's time to go back to watching TV, you're not going to accomplish anything. Well said. Well said. Um, The next thing that you have to look at is you have time right now to get on the ballot as an independent. So you need to take a look at the ballots and anybody that's running unopposed, you need to find somebody to fill that spot. Even if it's a spot that doesn't seem to have any meeting like local dog catcher, these are government offices. And the way that you're really going to start affecting change is by getting involved locally. Because as a city, when the county comes down with a mandate that you don't agree with, you can tell the county, no, we're not going to do it. We don't believe in that. So stuff it, basically. And then the county, you need to get you know somebody in as a sheriff eventually that believes in freedom. The, the county commissioner, your city government, your county government, and then you can tell the state, no, we're not going to stand for that. And this is ground up. And this is what we are particularly poised to do because we've got individuals all over the country that are now awakened to the political process. And rather than taking a top-down approach, which hasn't worked for the Libertarians, it hasn't worked for the Green Party, you can look at it from the other direction and you can start taking back our country from the bottom up. Absolutely. And, and start start with that bottom-down approach. Yes. That's that's activism at its finest. Uh, Nancy, thank you so much for joining us, and thanks so much for your activism and all the work that you're doing. And uh, 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 do you are you sure you don't want to plug anything uh, before we let you go here? Do you want to plug uh, Meetup and, and and stuff like that, or do you do you have a, a an email address that you want to give out? Well, um, definitely, if you're not local, if you're not into your local Meetup yet, get involved in your local Meetup. Start meeting people. Go do the events network with each other the key here is to get to know your neighbors to get to know the other like-minded people and meet up and start working together from the bottom up that's the only way we're going to succeed absolutely thank you nancy so much for joining us uh folks we'll be right back you're listening to animal farm on we the people radio network thank you government is not the solution to our problem government is the problem 
tyranny getting you down, folks. New World Order got you on the run. But don't fret. You got the Animal Farm Radio Show on We the People Radio Network. Time is flying. Animal Farm Radio Show. I'm with the People Radio Network. So glad you could join us tonight. So much news left to talk about, and I'm so glad that Nancy, once again, thanks for the call, Nancy, and thanks for letting us know what's going on around the spectrum. Great words of wisdom, uh, as always. But uh, Nancy did touch upon the issue that I wanted to talk about tonight. Maybe the the thing that's really burning me up, Ben. I don't, I'm going to try to keep my cool on this one. Ooh, it's crazy. I don't I don't even know what to say about this, but I'll read. I'm going to read the the headline. Hope Steffi's night began with a call to police for help. It ended with her face down, completely naked, and sobbing on a jail cell floor. Now, folks, no! I didn't want to forget this. Before I play this clip, and it's a long newscast, and we're probably going to have to enter a break and then play the rest of it, but I want you to just think, if this ever happened to you as a woman, or if this ever happened to your loved ones, or your daughter, or your wife, whatever the case may be, try to put yourself in this position, and think about what you would do, because this is really horrible. This next story is one that is hard to tell, and the video is hard to watch. But the victim feels it's important that you know what happened to her inside a local jail. Channel 3 News is the only station in town who has this disturbing video. Now, the investigator, Tom Meyer, joins us with an exclusive Channel 3 News investigation on what's being called an outrageous strip search of a Stark County woman. Tom? Well, Hope Stuffy has sued the Stark County Sheriff, accusing deputies of using excessive and brutal force. The sheriff denies the allegation. Now, this story may be hard to watch, but the victim and her husband want me to show you what happened in hopes that you and those you love will never experience a night like this. Hope Steffi is scared to death. Her husband, a high school educator, I want to show you this, okay? Can't believe what he's watching on videotape as Stark County Sheriff deputies pin his wife down to a jail cell floor. You don't treat people like this. I don't think murderers are treated like this. Steffi weighs 125 pounds. She's in handcuffs face down. Yet her lawyers say up to seven individuals working for the sheriff or jail are in the cell. Both women and men deputies forcibly remove all her clothes. Two, two males holding her down as she's butt naked. That's wrong. The video obtained exclusively by Channel 3 News gives us a rare inside look and what can happen to you or a loved one, even if you're the one who calls police for help. What did she say? She said she felt like she was raped without penetration. All right, we are coming up against a break. I don't want to lose any bit of this newscast. This is a real event. This is sick, and this is disgusting. This happened, uh, I think it was a day or two after our last broadcast. You're listening to the Animal Farm Radio Show. We will return with more on this story. Stay tuned. Thanks.
People who use Cardivite know about the pollutants in our body and want them out. For over five years, Cardivite has proven itself time-tested. Here's Dr. Matson, a naturopathic doctor's thoughts on Cardivite. In our mind, there isn't such a great big mystery to disease anymore. This basic tenet of yeast in the gut and metals in the liver covers at least 70-80% of the diseases that we see. When we do our program, you know, herbal formulas like Cardivite, and you see someone who could barely walk up a hill now going for regular jobs, few months later, we know we're doing something right. It's a well-thought-out formula. I mean, the idea of it working on yeast and metals both at the same time and liver function is dead on. It, you'll find, I think, that it'll work more than just on, on heart problems and circulation problems. It'll work on other problems as well. For more information, call 1-877-928-8822 or visit our website at www.heartdrop.com. That toll-free number again, one 877 928-8822. Ron Paul is an honest, humble, genuine man. Ron Paul is the most important candidate that I've ever had a chance to vote for in my life. I've been a registered Democrat since I was 18 years old. People from every segment of society want to be free. It is a message of freedom that has drawn us to Ron Paul. Our founding fathers established that we would be able to worship and raise our children, educate our children as we wish. Dr. Ron Paul is an OBGYN physician who has delivered over 4,000 babies, but not once did he perform an abortion. In 1983, Ron Paul predicted the 1987 recession, four years before it happened. In South Carolina, at the debate, he announced that we're going into a recession. It's interesting that Dr. Ron Paul has received more financial contributions from military personnel, active and retired, than any other presidential candidate from either party. My mama and daddy are voting for Ron Paul. Fabrique Nationale makes a rifle known as the Fusil Automatic Leger, or Light Automatic Rifle, considered to be the right arm of what's left of the free world. If you're familiar with FNFAL, then visit GunPartsGuy.com, an excellent source for parts, accessories, and technical support for all FAL rifles. If you'd like to modify or upgrade your FAL, the Gun Parts Guy has a great selection of new, refinished, and refurbished parts. The Gun Parts Guy doesn't have a federal firearms license, and he doesn't want one, but he is the source for parts and the best FAL kits today. Call James at 360-906-8369 or email GunPartsGuy at Hotmail. You'll be pleased with the personal care and technical support you get from the Gun Parts Guy. That number again, 360-906-8369. Whether you call or visit the website at GunPartsGuy.com, be sure to mention WTPRN to get an additional 10% discount off their already low, low prices. Great host, great topics, brief speech at its best. This is We the People Radio Network. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Animal Farm Radio Show. I'm with the People Radio Network. I am Tony Pax, your host, along with Ben Miller and Pius, the beloved Pius. As always, we left off 
with this absolutely horrific incident that happened. But before I go on and tell you about it, the number is 888-202-1984. We wanted to get you to call in and talk about this. This is horrific. And just so I was trying to get the source of this out, this is all over the web. The woman's name is Hope Steffi, H-O-P-E. S-T-E-F-F-E-Y, and this happened in Stark County. Um, just Google that. I found an article on Raw Story. I found an article on Prison Planet, and this actually came out of WKYC.com, and I'm going to play the rest of it just, just to wrap or just to give you a kind of a summary. A woman called. She had been assaulted. Called the cops, and before she knew it, she was on the ground, face down, and males and females strip-searched her naked while she was handcuffed in a jail cell and left her there. But this is a pretty long uh, article, and the, the clip is long as well, so I want you to listen to it yourself back to this disturbing video in a moment first how did Steffi wind up in the sheriff's custody amazingly it started with a 911 call for help who's crying um the girl that got attacked my second cousin okay what is she hurt um she she has a cut on her nose it's bleeding and there's a patch of hair on the ground beside the car <laughs> a deputy responds to a report of an assault hope Steffi is identified as the victim the one who needed help but when help arrives, things get even worse. Hope was not treated as the victim. The situation gets complicated. Steffi says she accidentally turned over the wrong driver's license. It belonged to her sister who passed away. Steffi keeps it as a personal memento. Despite her pleas to return it, her lawyer says the officer refuses. The officer had said to her, shut up about your dead sister. The sheriff denied that allegation in a written response to Steffi's lawsuit. He accuses the injured Steffi of starting the altercation with a deputy. Soon, Steffi is put in the back seat of the sheriff's cruiser. Listen closely on dash cam video as Steffi's friend reassures her that she's the victim and that nothing will happen to her. He needs to know that's not your fault. Eventually, Steffi is handcuffed and hauled away to the Stark County Jail to answer questions. Among them, do you have any weapons or sharp objects? Have you ever thought of harming yourself? When Steffi responds, now or ever, she says deputies knock her down and place her feet in a pretzel position. And you have to ask yourself, what was the purpose of this strip search? What was the necessity of it? This was a disorderly conduct claim. Steffi repeatedly questions officers about what they're doing. This is horrific. This is a government agency forcing their will on a citizen. Steffi pleads for deputies to stop. And when they begin removing her underwear and bra, she begins to scream. That could be your wife. That could be anybody's wife. For the next six hours, Steffi was left in a cell completely naked, without even a blanket to cover herself. And the sheriff admits it. She says she wrapped herself in toilet paper to keep warm and to prevent anyone else from seeing her nude. She also says she was denied access to a phone and medical assistance for injuries that included a cracked tooth, a bulging disc, and bruises. The sheriff again denies the allegation. Lawyers for Steffi say the video speaks for itself. The force used was completely unwarranted. Her lawyers say this is a strip search, and the sheriff's own policy says officers conducting the search must be of the same sex. Clearly, in this case, men played a key role. The last two individuals to leave that cell 
with her completely naked were both men. What would any woman fear? Eventually, Steffi was told she was being charged with disorderly conduct and resisting arrest. When they took her to booking, her husband says they forced her to wear nothing but a weighted vest like this. Tomorrow night at 11, new exclusive video and questions about whether all jailhouse video was released. Tim? You're certainly right, Tom. It's, it's hard to watch and hard to listen to. Yeah, well, you know what? It's happening, and it's happening right now, and it's happening in your country. Before we get into it, I don't know where to start with this one without going and losing my head, um, but nevertheless, just so you peeps can check out where this came from, it's uh, Salem, Ohio. The name, the woman's name is Hope Steffi, S-T-E-F-F-E-Y. Um, I got the original article right out of uh, WKYC.com, but PrisonPlanet.com has plenty of information, RawStory.com. There's a lot of articles that have, you know, have covered this, Ben, and, and, and I don't know, I don't know where to begin with this one because this makes me sick. This is the kind of thing where, I mean, if this ever happened to my mother or to my girlfriend, there would be, there'd be a lot of problems, Ben, because I don't know if I, I can't contain this behavior. I would, I would have to act and I'd probably be, I'd, I'd be in big trouble. Yeah. With or, two, with two military looking police officers literally holding her down while a female police officer it's, rips her pants off but the reason why the video is so much more important is because it shows the video that was being this is not just an incident that happened in the jail cell and they were videotaping this the, yeah. the, the cops were videotaping this you expect to hear this disgusting nonsense out of guantanamo bay yeah. out of a lot of the torture camps that we have across the country and overseas this is a united states citizen who was assaulted and then brought into a jailhouse, and then there were men taking off her clothes while she was handcuffed well, naked. You know, I mean, she was she was somewhat a, a good-looking woman. Woman. Oh, you know? man, so, for I mean, God's maybe, sakes! Maybe that's what they were going for. I mean, what do you, what do you think, Tony? Do you think they were? Do you think it was a sexual thing, or do you think it was a a forceful uh, type of authoritarianism? I mean, I, th I think that this is a combination of what we've talked about since day one on the animal farm, which is the the obvious militarization of the police, but more specifically, the way that cops are being taught in the academies today, that we are the enemy, the populations, the civilians mm -hmm. of this country are the enemies, and that they are the authorities, first off. And second of all, the other part of it, Ben, I can't fathom. I can't imagine how this could happen. I can't imagine how, as a police official, as a male, uh, females is bad enough. There were females in that room too. But as a male, how could you let this happen? How could you be so low? Take your sticking paws off me, you damn dirty ape! Unbelievable. Um, we're gonna take a couple calls here, but before we do, I think it's you know it's obvious why we didn't hear about this on the mainstream news. This is the kind of stuff that we need to hear about on Fox News, on CNN. I know there's a lot of election stuff going on. I know there's debates and primaries and caucuses. I understand that, but this is literally rape in our own police houses of an innocent woman who needed the help of the police officers. So, um, folks, I would really encourage you all to get this story out. We'll, we'll help you in any way possible. Get this story out because it's fresh, it's new. We need to alert people that this is going on. And, and if it's possible, maybe we can get some, uh, Steffi herself, maybe the, 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 the husband, anybody to get on the air and talk about this because I want updates on this story. But right now we are going to go to Kenny in California. Kenny, go ahead. Hey guys, how you doing? How's uh, it going, Kenny? To your show. You guys are uh, bringing up some great points, but I, well, I just wanted to real quickly bring up the fact that there is another show there on uh, We the People Radio Network that talks quite a bit about this kind of subject matter, about um, what we can do 
to help pull these public officials back in line. And that's and I don't. It's not my intent to plug another show that's there, but that's okay. Go ahead, tell us what it is. Important. I think it's important that that everyone, the listeners, yourselves, that we all start to pull together and start to understand what it is we can do. And that show's called Rule of Law. Okay, it's uh, Randy Kelton does it show with uh, Deborah Stevens on Thursdays and Fridays. And there's a lot of discussion about filing of criminal complaints because you know I didn't know until several months back that that we can actually file criminal complaints against police officers. We can file criminal complaints against uh, judges, and, and depending on what they do, judges, court clerks, and, and, and all of the public servants are not insulated from, uh, from uh, justice. Does that make right. sense? Right. Okay, yeah. That, yeah. Know, yeah. No, Kenny, I, I agree. Well, You can't sue judges, you can't do this, you can't do that. But let me tell you something. When you've been wronged by a police officer, you can do something, and people ought to start doing it. And that's just one way that we can start to educate ourselves. And, I, you know, I've been, been studying this stuff myself. I haven't actually filed one yet, but I do want to I do want to be ready to do that. And we as citizens of this country, if we want to gain back some kind of resemblance of, of order, because it's, we really don't have it. What we have now, and you guys just pointed it out, is we've got a situation where the government's pushing the people around now. And the government being all of these servants, police officers, sheriffs, judges, and the like, and all up and down the line. You, you walk in any government, municipal, state, or federal uh, building, and, you know, they treat you like, like uh, you're working for them. And that's yes. not how it is. No, listen, they Kenny, I mean, you're... Yeah, you bring, yeah, Kenny, you bring up you bring up good points, and, and I, I will we'll definitely let you. I, I want to know all about the other shows, and the, the point we're trying to make is we need more shows. It's not just enough uh, for we the people radio network uh, hosts to get into these issues. We need this needs to be talked about on mainstream networks, and we know why it's not. But we'll hold you over, Kenny. Stay tuned. Uh, we'll be right back on the Animal Farm Radio Show on We the People Radio Network. It's progressing. It's only a matter of time until it's completely taken over our lives. We are entering martial law. Clearly, America has all the signs. There is no time like the present to get prepared by protecting yourself and your family. Find the information you need to arm yourself with an InfoBomb ebook at survivemartiallaw.com. This ebook will tell you everything you need to know about how to prepare and handle living in martial law. The worst part of martial law is the beginning stages. Survivemartiallaw.com will show you how to stay calm and how to act around controlling troops. Get tips on where to store valuables, emergency food, and what signs to look for. Surviving martial law can be difficult, but it is possible. Arm yourself with knowledge, as this will be the only weapon you will have to protect yourself and your family. Go to survivemartiallaw.com. That's survivemartiallaw.com. Or call 608-819-8011. That's 608-819-8011 to order this hard-hitting ebook today. Government is best, which governs least. Wake up and smell the fascism. Being in government means never having to say you're sorry. What part of unconstitutional do you not understand, George? In today's world full of tyranny and injustice, sometimes it seems the only thing we still have is our freedom of speech. Exercise your freedom of speech by purchasing your choice of hundreds of different Liberty Stickers, from humorous to serious, at LibertyStickers.com. 
LibertyStickers.com can even customize your own bumper stickers. It's time to stand up for what you believe. Invest in your freedom. Get your stickers at LibertyStickers.com for your family, friends, and community. Go to LibertyStickers.com or call 877-873-9626. That's 877-873-9626. And express your freedom of speech today. Call 877-873-9626. That's 877-873-9626. Deadline Live and Jack Ludd are proud to announce our new bookstore. Okay, it's not really our online bookstore where you can get every title, book, and DVD you hear about on our live show. It's brought to you by the people at Brave New Books. BraveNewBookstore.com is the newest, bravest, and most complete bookstore online today. And their DVD selection has all the titles you need to decode the new world order and fight the information war. BraveNewBookstore.com has awesome t-shirts to proudly display your patriotism and liberty stickers to alert the public at large. Brave New Books is physically located at 1904 Guadalupe Street under the Chase Bank building next to UT in Austin, Texas. So stop on by and maybe stay for one of their film showings. Go to bravenewbookstore.com now to peruse the virtual bookstore and look for the Jack Blood recommended section. Or call them at 866-516-6623. 866-516-6623 to order the books and videos you hear about on Deadline Live. Be the resistance. Tell your friends about bravenewbookstore.com. The Alex Jones Show, broadcast live from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. Central, Monday through Friday, right here on We The People Radio Network. All right, folks, we are back. You're listening to Animal Farm on We The People Radio Network. We have uh, Kenny from California on the line again. Um, and uh, Kenny, you were talking about a show on We the People Radio Network that covers this type of stuff and, and sets up an uh, activist to uh, uh, to form uh, to, to actually do stuff about this stuff. What is the name of that show again? And, and say it slowly well, so people and, and understand. Yeah, and it's not the only subject matter. There, there, are, uh, and, and, uh, there are various subject matters talked about, but one of the, one of the subject matters that's talked about quite a bit is is about filing criminal complaints against public officials. And uh, mm-hmm. they talk quite a bit about it, and it can be done, and there are certain ways that, uh, that folks can go about doing it to, to where they actually get results from it. I know there is some trickery involved. You know, you have you file a criminal complaint, it hits, the, it hits the prosecutor's desk, they're likely to throw it in the trash, but there's ways of, of getting that prosecutor on the hook for doing that. So that stuff's talked about, and the show's called Rule of Law. It's right there on that, uh, on that uh, network. Uh, it's it's um, at... I believe it's 9 p.m. Thursday on Thursdays and Fridays. I believe it's 9 p.m. Central. Um, I watch. It, I listen to it out here at seven. So I'm pretty sure it's 9 Central. Thursdays and Fridays. Rule of Law. Great show. And you guys are bringing up some great points. The lady brought up some great points too about uh, earlier when she was talking about public schools. You know, I used to believe this was all hogwash several years ago, but the research I've done in the last couple of years tells me that it, re- that it really is true. And I, I have a daughter who's 18 who actually spent about half of her schooling years being homeschooled. Um, uh, I wasn't real enthused about this when my ex-wife decided to do it, and I didn't like the reasons that she was doing it. Right. But in hindsight, what I see is a human, as a young adult that, and I'm not saying this because it's my daughter, okay? I, I, I understand that my daughter's one of many daughters out there. You know, a lot of people have offspring, and you, know, you, you do have certain affinities for your own. I understand that. But yeah, I, no, I really there's, there's no doubt, right. 
when I try to pull back and look at it from a real non-biased point of view, and, and it does create a different type of, I don't want to use the word person, it does, use, it does create a different type of, a, of, of an individual. And um, I believe that one of the bigger problems we have in this country is the way people are learning. And I think one of the largest issues that we should probably deal with is the use of fallacy. You right. common fallacy. There's at least 40 of them. And here's a prime example. The populace, I mean, if you start, go online sometime and, and search common fallacy. Read what they are and start noticing when you interact with other people out there the way they process information. They use common fallacy constantly. I mean, advertising uses it, appeal to authority, blah, blah, blah. There's on and on and on. One of the bigger ones is A preceded B, therefore B is a result of A. Right now, Kenny. Kenny, we, I'm sorry. We, we got to run. I, I got to move on, and I appreciate the call. Yeah, I hear you, man. Yeah, I want to keep rattling on. But uh, anyway, that's a great show, and uh, you guys do a great job. Thanks. Yeah, no, Kenny, give us a call next week, and, and just just to reiterate what Kenny's talking about, folks, never ever feel like you can't plug something on this show. Oh, yeah. um, like Absolutely. we like we always say, this is not a competition. We are a community. We need to get the information on. If we're gonna ha have our egos get in the way, then we're not gonna get anywhere. And this is probably one of, if not many, uh, one of the reasons why uh, we're in this trouble right now. Why, when you turn on TV, we can't get our heads out of our asses and stop talking about steroids and baseball, but we, you know, now we're not talking about women getting raped in jail cells. Okay. And again, I have to bring up the idea that if this happens to you, if this happened to your wife, what would you do? Because I got to tell you, folks, I'd be in really big trouble and there would be yeah. a lot of problems. And the other thing that we, we talk about, Ben, and then the question I ask, and I do not condone violence against police officials. I never will. And I, 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 it's not, that's not what we're preaching here. But at what point? When does someone lose their mind? When does someone go ape? And and God forbid assault a police officer because this this type of behavior if it wasn't a cop yeah of course we would understand so uh, I'm sorry I'm lost for words uh, Tom in Wisconsin help us out what do you think well um, I don't like what I'm hearing and it's been going on quite a bit you shouldn't like what you're hearing this is un this is unbelievable this is disgusting I hear you guys use the word citizen a lot yes and. Uh, a lot of people aren't aware of this, but uh, you know, citizen citizenship is a second second class citizen, and that's just exactly what they're treating you as citizens out there. They also use the word civilian, Tom. They also use that a lot, and they push it in our face. These are civilians. Yeah, yeah. military terms that are that are used to kind of uh, push people it, down. Exactly. But are you are you referring to the Fourteenth Amendment, Tom, where we're all kind of uh, viewed as a United States citizen and therefore stripped of of certain individual rights? Well, yeah, and I ask people all the time. I says, "When did you sign up for citizenship?" And they says, "Well, I didn't. It's it's by default." And then I have to remind them, "Well, you know, the Constitution starts out we the people, not we the citizens." Absolutely, well said. You're right. It's easy to fall into the traps, Tom. It's easy to use the language that's been forced upon us through the mainstream media and every facet. It's easy to fall into that trap. I even sometimes find myself using the word uh, civilian, and i got, I got to catch my tongue. But, uh, Tom, you know, give us your thoughts on this issue. Uh, I hope this never happens again. I hope it never happens to anybody listening or not listening. This is one of the most horrible examples of police state and um, police corruption at the very least. Tom, what would you do if this, God forbid, was your daughter, your wife, anybody really, anybody that you knew? What would you do? Well, I know um, that uh, this is kind of, they're being pretty bold about this, and this is shocking if they don't get lynched. 
Oh, absolutely. This, this yes. is right in your face, just not even denying it now. Tell them, yeah, I mean, they didn't even, it, it, it's one thing just to assault this woman. It's one thing for this to be a wives' tale or to be a tale in and of itself that, oh, this happened, this rumors that this woman was raped. They were videotaping this, and that's why I encourage everybody to go out there, get the video, put this video, you know, capture it. Do we have to do? get this video on YouTube, get this video on the web? We're not letting this die. I'm going to do everything in my power to get this information out there because this, Tom, and sorry to interrupt you, but this is really the eye-opener for me. This is the most powerful example and undeniable proof that the the police are becoming militarized. Exactly. I'm just sick of no. all well, of them. Anything else you want to add, Tom, before we get on? Well, we do. we got to figure out what the heck to do about this. There's no question. Well, what we have to do is start acting. We have to get off our asses and, st- and turn the TVs off and start getting this stuff out there. Um, thanks for the call, Tom. I mean, I don't, I don't know what else to do. Like I said, I mean, this is I'm burning with rage. This is worse than the, the you know, the, all of the issues that we've talked about so far. This is the most flagrant example of yeah, police this, corruption this, and rape, this, rape of an American citizen. This is truly disgusting. And, and to hear this poor woman screaming while, you know, while these two men, these two muscle-bound men are holding her down. And then to hear and they're the looking, they're looking at her. And they're looking, I'm sure, with, with fire in their eyes. Um, but, you know, the fact that this woman had to literally go and, and cover herself up with toilet paper. And, and I mean, I'm, I'm willing to bet that she carried the same psychological fate as as a woman who, who got raped. Well, that's know? the other thing, and, and, too. And I mean, a, that's a very damaging thing. And I hope... I hope she sues the hell out of this place, man. And well, she is know. suing Ben. She is suing the the sheriff's office, and yeah. I, I'm sure yeah. it won't stop there. But again, I mean, as bad as this is, it's worse because there's men in the room. It's worse because it was videotaped. What kind of sick, what kind of sick human beings are we recruiting for the for the police uh, academy these days? They're videotaping. I mean, you know, God knows what, what they were wanted to do with this video i have no idea oh there's an entire snuff network out there man well there's you know what underground snuff network and they, and they probably want to make a buck off it you know maybe so but this is awful you know I, I i can't even think of a punishment that i could say on the air tonight that first of all doesn't require profanity and that would be even within the realm of legality i, I would do things to these cops that I can't repeat, and I'm sorry. And I, I'm, you know, I, I'm, I'm at my wits' end at this point. I'm not really a violent person, and I'm not just talking about a big game. But if this ever happened to my wife or my girlfriend or whomever that I love, the ones of mine or you know my friends, they'd be held to pay, Ben. And I would do some pretty, pretty awful things. And I can only imagine you get some guy who's got a gun, or get some guy who loses his mind. And the, you know, look, I give credit to the husband; he was calm during the interview. I put yeah. my fist through the television screen. Are you kidding me? Well, Cops raped my wife. Are you? Are you? Are you nuts? Well, well listen, I. Mean, I mean, you know, we all, we often use the term the pitchforks and the and the torches, and and there's a reason why people used pitchforks back in the no day. No doubt. There's also a reason why people used for, uh, uh, torches back in the day. We got Bob from uh, Minnesota on the line. Bob, what do you what do you got for us in, in regards to this? Actually, that YouTube video is gone. They pulled it. Really, oh, really, Bob. Well, it's as not surprising. Soon as, I heard you guys, as soon as I heard you guys talking about it, I came up to let somebody know about it. And it says, uh, copyright by whatever TV station that put it up there. It's gone. <laughs> uh-huh. No! Well, okay, well, hold on. Hold that thought there, Bob. Just so people know, it is WKYC, and I highly doubt that WKYC has any uh, problems with, you know, with this report. They were the ones. They were stunned when they were reporting on it. But before yeah. we go on, I'm going to say this. After the show tonight, as soon as possible, tonight or tomorrow, I'm going to capture this video. I'm putting it on our homepage. I'm putting it on YouTube. I'm going to put it on Google Video. Link to our website. The video will be on our homepage by 
latest tomorrow night because we are not stopping on this issue. And I'm going to get as many people on this show to talk about it as possible for as long as possible until justice is served. I want these guys in jail. I want them handcuffed for the rest of their lives in jail. In fact, I would do the same this. thing to them that they did to this poor Listen, woman. Uh, w- this woman should be filthy rich after this. this it's not enough. Be, it's not enough. The money's not enough. She should be in a hot tub afterwards soaking in rose petals. You that's, cannot. That's what we want for this woman because that's what she deserves after this horrendous crap that she went through, man. These people are scumbags. Yeah, Bob, sorry we have to let you go. Thanks for the call. Call next week. Uh, we're not going to stop on this, folks. This is the Animal Farm Radio Show. We're going to demand justice for this incident. Um, next week, stay tuned. We're going to try to get you as much information as possible on this. Thank you for tuning in. Once again, from the Animal Farm, it's Ben Miller, Tony Pax, and Pyeth. We will see you next week, and have a great week, folks. Try to have a great week. God bless. Thank you. Goodbye. Anyway, stop that.